Albert A. Wall, the voice of the jungle, broadcasting on the DVC to all points unknown. If you're within the sound of my voice, you're listening to Welcome Home Podcast on the DVC. Hello and welcome home. Thank you for joining us on episode 212 of Welcome Home, a Disney Parks and Vacation Club podcast. I'm Tom. I'm here with Trevor and Damon. What's up, guys? What's up, man? So I found the box that has all my stuff from my first Disney trip. Wait, from like your very first Disney (laughs) trip? Yes. This is the attic? Yeah, what's in my attic? It was funny. So there's there's a, a box of stuff, right? So it's 77, I think. 77, 78. I'm not necessarily 100% sure on the time frame. But it's funny. There's a bag from Disney with a bunch of stuff in it. And I pick up the bag and the bag just falls apart because like they're paper, right? Like it just like disintegrates. <laughs> just disintegrated in, in your hands. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it, it's it's funny, like all the stuff from 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 back then. So that is funny. Yeah, it's gonna it's be like, on. Yeah, it's gonna be on the next episode. Now. I'm I'm editing now, so I figure I don't know by the end of the month, right? I think I do one a month, so by the end of this month, be curious to see how that uh, shakes out. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Seems like a lot of the listeners uh, viewed your uh, viewed your video, so it seemed like it was doing pretty well, right? Yeah. I mean, hopefully this one does even better. I got a lot of feedback in terms of like what to do better, so we'll, we'll see how that all goes. All right, cool. Well, I got a new you, mic. You, you got, got a new got, mic? I got it. Well, no, I wish for the podcast. I wish. Come <laughs> on, send me one. So, no, well, I got a you. new mic for um, a wireless um, lapel. Lavalier. Okay. What, what are those things like, called? Whatever those things are. Yeah. Yeah. So I got one of those. So we'll see how it works. Yeah. Okay. That's good. Yeah. That's that's good. So you got a mic and everything. You're like, you're like, well, yeah. I mean, I have a crap mic for to... the podcast still, but you know, you well, guys have nice ones. I well, don't have that's not true. You have a nice <laughs> mic. I, what are you talking about? I'll no, you, I I'll... don't. We had this discussion. I have a crap one. <laughs> he he never got a $30 yeah. mic, dude. You wait, you still have the $30 one that yes. from yes. when we started? Yes. Really? yes. Oh my God. Okay. Well, I'll get you a new one then. We, That's what you said two two episodes ago. Just I, remind me. What are you turning into, Derek? <laughs> Speaking of Derek. <laughs> Ooh, that's right? So, yeah. So, Derek was uh, supposed to join us today because uh, DVC Resale Market has a, has a big announcement that they wanted to make and they wanted to make it first on our show, which is actually really exciting because they're announcing a new feature that doesn't. They haven't even told people within the company about it yet. So they're announcing it first on this show to our listeners, which is very cool. Derek was supposed to join us today, but unfortunately had some scheduling That's issues. That's my fault. Yeah, it's That's always yeah. my fault. <laughs> it is. That was your fault. But Derek sent us someone better in return. That's right. That's right. So, <laughs> so we have Danny with us. Uh, Danny is uh, never been on the podcast with us before. So welcome, Danny. Could you just uh, introduce yourself and tell us a, a little bit about your background and, and what you do at uh, DVC Resale Market? Yes, absolutely. Thank you so much for having me. I know Derek's voice probably sounds a little bit higher than usual. <laughs> but <laughs> I don't I, know. His voice gets pretty high sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I'm so happy to be here. I am actually the newest guide over at DVC Resale Market. So I came over, um, I used to work direct. So I was a guide over there for many years, helped thousands of members join the club. I actually worked out on the cruise ship. So I was on the cruise team. I did that for a while. And then in 2021, I actually left Disney um, to go travel around the world. So I did that. But, but you for... worked at the Peabody. 
I, I that was a very long time ago. How did you know that? I'm looking at your LinkedIn. Oh, right? yeah, I that love was the like body. Yeah, that I was like in Peabody. college. Yeah, I worked with the ducks. Her. Dude, it's called research, man. Yeah, no, it was so fun. The ducks used to walk through the lobby. That's what every I day. see again. That's why I was asking because we had um, I had a friend that worked there, and my kids got to lead the ducks when we were there. Oh, that was, that was that's so, much so fun. cool. Yeah, I did yeah. that when I was like 19 or 20 years old. So that was quite a while ago. Um, but yeah, so I uh, just got finished traveling around the world, and then I came over to DVC Resale Market in January. So. Wait. Derek told me you had visited how many countries? 86 countries. <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> wow. Wait, just all over the past year or just? No, no. Okay. In the past year, we did 19 countries. So we circumnavigated wow. the globe, which was really cool. And just like something awesome to be able to say you did. Um, but no, in, in my lifetime, I've been to 86. Well, this podcast, I believe we're, we're heard in about 23 countries. So we're not, you know, as widespread as you are. So, well, I cheated a little bit because I worked on cruise ships for 10 years. So you hit okay, a lot of countries so yeah. that way. And you have a lot of time off to be able to travel in between contracts. Gotcha. Okay. Well, that makes sense. So, yeah. <laughs> well, can you tell us a little bit about this, uh, this new thing that, that DVC Resale Merc is launching? Uh, I, I actually, Derek told me about it. It, it actually, it felt like, because this is something I've been talking about doing for a while, it almost felt like you guys created this feature because of me. Like, I came up with this idea, I feel like. But you tell, you tell, tell, tell us. Tell Derek me. that. When, yeah, uh, I, I expect a commission for every single one of these. But go, go ahead. <laughs> so that's actually my favorite part about working for DVC Resale Market is, like, we really listen to the guests. And so this was one thing that we just kept hearing over and over again, and that is that, you know, People might own a resort already and they want a different home resort, or maybe they have a use here and that use here maybe hasn't been working for them too well um, with the times that they travel, or maybe they bought, you know, back in 1991 and now they want a longer deed. So there's many reasons why people are asking about this, but basically what we did was we created the first ever trade-in process. So if you own a contract right now and you want to trade it in, before you used to have to, you know, list your contract, wait for a buyer, that could take about 30 to 60 days, then the contract has to go through right of first refusal, through closing, transfer, you know, all of that, that can take about 30 to 90 days. And then you turn around and find the contract that you're looking for. And then of course, that could take another 30 to 90 days. So we're basically just completely simplifying the process. So if you want to trade your contract in for another contract, you're basically as of March 15th, and this is going to go from March 15th to April 30th, you're going to go onto our website and you're going to look for any listings that say trade in eligible. Um, you can also sort by status and look for all the trade in eligible listings. Um, and then basically you're going to be able to trade it in. There's no obligation. You don't need to wait for the contract to go through right of first refusal and all of that fun stuff. Um, it's just going to be quick and easy. Wow, so this is like a limited time thing you guys are doing for between now and the end of August, uh, April, you said, right? For for now, we're trying for now. it out. You, you know? like you're testing it out, seeing how. Yeah, it look, it's never been done before. Literally, yeah. no one else so, has ever done this. So yeah, we're gonna test it out, see how it goes. So hold on a second. So I have a question. So there's the, no Disney has no first right of refusal because it's a swap between two parties. So Disney still will have right of first refusal, but you do not have to worry about that. We're gonna take full responsibility. 
So, okay, so what happens then? Like if, if they were to buy the contract yeah. back? Yeah. Yeah. That's that's on the company. You don't have to worry about it. Okay. <laughs> that's interesting. Yeah. Okay. So I, I think, yeah, that is super interesting. So this kind of leads into the question that I had about this swap for crews, right? The mm-hmm. point swap. So what happens, like, through that process, so let's say I want to get rid of some points. I want to go on a cruise with mm-hmm. my points, right? So what happens with that whole process? Like, do I need to – I still need to book the reservation, I'm assuming, for somebody at some point. But, like, what happens if that doesn't sell or is it not – It does it not work that way, right? Again, if I want to swap out for a cruise, am I worried about it? my point selling or am I just worried about giving you my points? Right. So yeah, actually this was something I was super excited about when I heard about it, because of course, you know, having worked on cruise ships for so long and having, you know, helped a lot of people out there on the cruise ship join DVC. um, Yeah. We would hear all the time, you know, when I was working out on board that people like to rent out their points and use those points to turn around and book a cruise cash because the value is so much better than, you know, going direct through Disney and using your points for the cruise. And so what we've done is we have so many people that do that and we have so much inventory and we're, you know, we've grown, we're such a large company now. We have taken on full responsibility. So kind of like the trade-in process with, you know, contracts, it's going to work very similar on the cruise. So basically, instead of having to rent your points out, make that reservation, wait for the reservation to take place, wait for the funds to come in, then book your cruise, we're going to take full responsibility for that. So basically, we're going to rent your points out on our end. um, And then we're going to book that cruise for you right away. So that's all done through DVC rental store. So if you want to get more details on points, for cruises no, I, I, I like that. I think it makes it it makes it something that's now a viable option. Exactly. Right? Because before, you know, to rent out your points, you're waiting on that before you can make this reservation. I, I, I like that. I'm yep. kind of surprised that's the way it works, but I'm pleasantly surprised, let's Look, say. You know, renting has become so popular. We're so confident that we'll be able to rent those points out that we're just so, taking on full responsibility for it. So what are the stipulations around the time frame though then? That I would contact uh, the rental store for more details on. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm not fully versed in that just because I'm on the buying side yep. um, as okay. opposed to the rental side, but definitely reach out to them. They can give you all the stipulations and, you know, pricing as well. The pricing is incredible. Also, if you look at, you know, using your points direct with Disney to book a cruise, um, when you do this swap, you're going to be looking at about 40 to 50% of that value. So let's say it was 400 points per person to go on that cruise. If you were to book direct, you're going to be looking at about 200 points per person um, to do the swap, which is okay. insane. I think I might have to do that then. This this new island thing might, might send <laughs> That we're going to talk about? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah we'll, we'll come back around to that. Yeah, no. Um, so I, I'm excited about the other program you talked about too, though, Danny, because I've been talking about this for a while. I have three contracts, one of which has a different use year than the other two, yeah. and it is a huge pain. And so I've been. Wait, so I've Tom, got, are you just going to do it? Are you saying right now you're going to do it? I mean, I'm going <laughs> to if I can find a, a, a contract that that's wor- yeah, that will work for me. Yeah, absolutely, I will do it. I mean, that that really simplifies the process because part of the reason I haven't done it before is because it was like, okay, well, I got to buy the new contract and then I got to sell the other contract and like. This is like so much easier to do it this way, exactly. you know, than, totally than just you know it. having to go through all that. Like it's it's uh, I, I mean, I still haven't found a contract that 
exactly matches what I'm looking for, which, you know, given it's my contract now is a little bit of a weird, it's 110 points, which is a, a little bit odd, you know, so I, I, I could either go a little bit less or a little bit more, I, you know, I don't know, but it's, um, well, well that's, that brings up a good question though. So, so what happens if you decided you wanted to swap out dissimilar points? Is that possible? Or can yeah. it only be same like hundred for hundred or so, like, so what happens if you have two hundred points and you want to swap out a hundred? Like are you getting money back or like Absolutely. how does that all work? Yep. And so to find out the value of your trade in, if you go to the website, dvcresalemarket.com, um, and you go to the instant sale calculator, um, it'll tell you the value of your trade in. Uh the only big difference is that you will not be responsible for paying closing costs on that contract. We are going to pay for it. Um, so that is definitely going to increase the price per point. So the value of that contract. So that's how you find the value. And yeah, if you're trading in a listing that is, you know, more points or, or more price per point, you will get the, the uh, balance back. That's great. Okay. Yeah. So it's not just, it, it's not like a situation where you're ever going to, be by doing this you're not putting yourself in a bad position for the convenience right like where you're losing out on thousands of dollars just because it's easier no no not at all i mean it's just like trading a car essentially yeah yeah that's awesome no this is great i go ahead sorry trevor go ahead i I think tom maybe we should convince derek and marissa to come on the show in a couple weeks and you can do it live on the show like how i did to them (laughs) when i bought bought a contract live on the show when we heard that they were going to grandfather contracts starting uh what what was that right it was for the takeaway benefits yeah yeah Yeah. Yeah. they were going to start taking away the benefits for resale contracts and trevor bought one live on the air basically (laughs) that's so fun yeah it's pretty funny um any other questions about this? I think this is a great program. I'm, I'm actually really pumped for this. Personally, like I said, I, I've been saying this for forever that I want to swap my 110 animal animal kingdom point contract out for another 110 animal point con- animal kingdom point contract uh, with a March use year instead of the April I have now. Uh, so I'm gonna have to kind of have to look even more. So that this is launching March 15th, you said March 15th to April 30th. And if you don't see the contract that you know works for you, just make sure you keep checking because we are uploading new listings every single day. Just make sure you look for those trade in eligible listings. Excellent, excellent. Any other question, guys? No, that that's super cool. Though. I'm I'm excited to see how this uh, works out once it goes live. Yeah, me too. May three. Uh, <laughs> Danny, how can how can our listeners reach you if they have questions? Yeah, so the best way to reach me is actually by text. I am by my phone all the time, so you could text me any day, anytime. Uh, my number is nine five four two five seven two four two five. So nine five four two five seven two four two five, or you can email me at Danny at dvcresalemarket.com. Well, Danny, we really appreciate you coming on today and, uh, and and talking a little bit about this new feature. And, uh, you know, give Derek a hard time for us, please. <laughs> I absolutely will. Thank you so much for having me. All right. So, I mean, that was really interesting what, what DVC Resale Mark is doing. I've been you know, trying surprised. to do this for a while. Huh? I mean, I'm surprised, to be honest with you. I like it, though. I think the cruise thing for me is, is way more important. But um, I thought there was going to be some sort of like, well, you know, they still have to sell your points. And then once they sell your points, you can book. This is This is good. 
and it is cheaper. Like there's no downside to it. You're right? talking about like, the cruise thing, not the not the. Other yeah, thing. yeah, yeah. The cruise swap <laughs> thing. Like there's like no downside to it really. Yeah, like, they're kind of in the similar thought process. They are though. Right? Yeah, yes, yeah. I would agree. The, it's it is interesting how World of DVC. Listen, I know they're their sponsor, and I I don't want anyone to, listening to just think that we're just like shilling for our sponsor. Dude, no one thinks that about me ever. I, that's true. That is true. But I yeah. do appreciate the fact that they're trying to make a, an already flexible program even more flexible, right? Like, absolutely. Yeah, it's pretty pretty great that they're doing all. Well, that. because it it changes a lot for me. Like now, all of a sudden, like okay, cool cruise. Okay, cool. I think they have a swap for Universal too. They do. Yeah, they do. Yeah. So it's like, oh, well, hold on a second, right? Thing, things may, may be different. And again, we talk about this. It's, it's not that I don't – I dislike Disney. It's just that I'm in a different spot with my family right now, yeah. and those things sound more fun. Yeah. And, there's nothing wrong with you that. Know, Swapping out for point Nintendo point. For, for Nintendo, Trevor? Yeah. I mean, mean? I, I, I could do that one year for sure. Yeah. Um, absolutely. And I mean, from my point of view, like, you know, I have two poly contracts, and – We've been going back and forth about the 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 Disneyland, um, the villas at Disneyland. We'll talk about that, of course, in a bit here. But yeah, um, you know, we've been. I don't know if I necessarily want to keep all of my points at the Poly, but then you know it comes back to the point. Well, it's a pain to you know you know sell you know sell off those points and buy a new contract. And and so I know for this immediate offer that they're doing, I won't be able to do anything around uh, Disneyland. But I hope this goes well for them because it means in the future. I may be able to do something like that. So yeah, absolutely, yeah. absolutely. Speaking of that, somebody posted. Uh, uh, I guess they got an email, and I don't know if you got the email, Trevor. Where it seemed like in the fine print, they uh, they gave out some they, possible pricing. Yeah, they, they had an estimate of price or cost per contracts, and it was like an average number, which started at around thirty four thousand dollars, if I remember correctly. So somebody brought that down to what two twenty seven per point, I guess, right? Yeah, yeah, they, they, yeah, they were they were thinking around two twenty five, two twenty seven per point. Yeah, okay. Which, okay, I mean, yeah, that's we'll before incentives and all that stuff, right? So like, yeah. there's probably going to be incentives, and you know, but uh, I mean, not that far off from what we were assuming it was going to be, right? So, I also don't want to say that that's like news either, right? Because I mean, they they sent that out, but like they, they do say subject to change, right? So <laughs> of that number could absolutely change between now and then. Um, so let's get right into it. I, I think we're going to skip listener questions this week because we, um, we've we got other stuff yeah. to talk about. Executive decisions. There's a lot <laughs> yeah. to talk about. There's a lot to talk about. So uh, so we, we do have an opening date now for the villas at Disneyland Hotel that we've Just been talking you'll, about. You'll nudge me when you're done with us? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yes. Sure, we could do that. Um, but so we have some new pricing, uh, you know, potential pricing. And now we also have some new pictures as well of the lobby, which looks very nice. Um, but yes. we have the opening date of September 28th to 2023. The interesting thing is that is six months from now or so. And we, they're not even selling points yet. Um, I tend to think, you know, and I, I don't want to speculate necessarily on why they're not selling sp- points yet, but there are legal bodies that need to approve these things. And I'm betting it's that type of thing that they're just being held up by whatever government agency deals with it out in Anaheim. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, it's uh, you're right. They, they do have to deal with the, the city of Anaheim. And, and I yeah. feel this is a matter of they, it's probably easier for them to get it on the books as a cash resort yeah. than it is to, to go through all the hoops for, for DVC. So that this is probably their plan is you know that this is why they're starting with the cash resorts and their and 
um, just um, in case anybody missed it, you know, the dates when you can start booking there is March 15th, which is this, this Wednesday, yep. um, DVC members can book there. And then on the 16th, uh, magic key holders or annual pass holders can book. And then the 17th, it's open to everybody else. So, so obviously they're anticipating quite a bit of demand for this resort. The fact that they're, they're giving, you know, they're, they're breaking it out like this. I'm assuming yeah. they feel like this is probably going to sell out uh, pretty well, quickly. And- but yeah, go ahead. Yeah, I, th- I think they're just, they also wanted to make sure that they wanted to give DVC members first shake yeah. at it because, you know, if they didn't, oh man, can you imagine the backlash if they just, so you know, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So that, w- that would not be good. So um, yeah, and, and you're right. I, I feel like this is a, you know, this is a stopgap until they can sort through whatever red tape they're dealing with. And then, and then you'll see points come available. So so the the September 28th opening date is, you know, that's for cash bookings. We actually don't know. I mean, I guess whenever we can start getting points is when you'll start seeing dates for um, when you can actually book on points. So that that's still going to be a ways out. This which- is interesting to me, though, because, like, I wonder if they anticipate that you will be able to book with points at opening and they're just going to set aside like a tranche of rooms, like whatever they assume that they're going to de- declare up front. You know, because well, maybe, the, yeah, because the way it works, you know, I, and I think most people know this, right? So they, when they, when they have these resorts, they declare a certain amount of points, right? And that opens up basically a certain amount of, of rooms, you know, just to, for for the ease ease of explaining this, and then the rest of the rooms at that resort are are you know rent are. Uh, reserved on cash right and so like as they you know start to sell more and more points they declare more rooms and and that's how it goes right so um i'm assuming they in their mind have an initial amount of points that they're going to declare and make available and maybe they're accounting for that you know what i mean in this but maybe they're not i don't know i mean maybe they're just like you said maybe the cash date the points date is not going to be until after september 28th which would be kind of weird for a dvc resort to not be able to be used for dvc points but I don't know. Yeah, I just, <laughs> I, I just get the feeling that they're like, they don't want to paint themselves in a corner where, um, you know, people are expecting that they can book points that day. Sure. Like that, yeah. That's what, that's all I can see is, you know, you know, Disney is very careful about, you know, they don't want to oversell or over promise things. Yeah, and, and so I, I, I've learned not to assume anything with Disney or assume that just because we have, this date that that equates to the date that you can start using points. Yeah, no, that, that makes, that makes sense. Yeah. Uh, I, I will mention too, they, they, and I don't think we knew this information before, but there's going to be 344 rooms. Uh, I, I think we, there were some assumptions before, but I don't know if we knew the exact number. Um, but, and those are going to include uh, what they're calling duo studios, which is the same as like the tower studios at Riviera, which are just meant for two people. Right. So yep. I guess they're calling them duo studios here. Deluxe studios, one and two bedrooms and grand. Uh, so we, and we've seen pictures of most of these, uh, you know, now we're getting some pictures of the, uh, of the, of the lobby and some more pictures of the pool. Um, you know, the lobby looks like a standard DV. Not, I don't want to say standard DVC, but it's like, you know, it's it's um. It reminds me of if you've ever gone to Animal Kingdom, Kidani Village. It's not like this grand lobby like uh like the the main resort is. It's kind of yeah more muted little, and yeah yes that yeah muted. That's exactly what I was gonna say. It's, yeah, but it's, it still looks very nice. It is very upscale. It just it's not like it's different. You know. Yeah. Yeah. But I like it. I mean, I think it looks it looks great. Um, and very colorful. It's it's very they're really going hard on the orange here, <laughs> the orange and the yellow. <laughs> yeah, they they do like their orange. 
I mean, I, I saw the same thing in in the the Polynesian as well. That it was like they they found orange and were like, let's do everything. Let's put it everywhere. <laughs> yeah. hey, we got a lot of extra orange paint lying around. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I'm sure that's I, not how things work. But. I, I wonder if it's a bit of a practical thing too, because um, orange is a color that is very hard to show stains on. Oh, yeah, it's a good point. I mean, that that could be you know you know looking at like deck chairs and stuff like that. Yeah, it, it it is a it is a functional reason in my mind at least. I'm sure somebody somewhere thought about it. <laughs> I do have to say the pool does not look huge, right? It's, I mean, it doesn't look small either. It just doesn't. It doesn't look. A, I mean, it's a small resort, so it's you know. But it's also attached to the Disneyland Hotel, which has uh, the the cool monorail slide and stuff. Well, so. is our assumption though that I mean, are are we we're assuming that the DVC uh members are going to be able to use that pool, right? Like that they're not going to be completely Well, I like, I would be mad if I couldn't use the volcano pool at the Poly. Yeah. Yeah. No, I I'm assuming that. I'm just saying you I I don't want to assume anything, you know, you know, you know, but I I would assume that they could use all the pools. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Anything else about this one? Before we go on to uh, uh, a Damon suggested topic for the day, look at that. Damon actually sent this topic in. I had not seen this, so this was... uh, What is this one? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Look at where it came from. I I traverse different sites than you guys do. I know. I read comicbook.com. I I, I read comicbook.com. I just hadn't read this one. Um, So, John Favre, do you want to read it since you suggested it? No, that's okay. After you. <laughs> I was in the middle of doing something. I got woken up, you know, mid, mid, mid thought process on uh, something else. So go all ahead. Right, all right. All right. Well, so uh, John Favreau pitches an idea for Star Wars, the Mandalorian theme park ride, um, which by the way, I, he pitches an idea, but does he? I mean, <laughs> I read his quote and I'm like, there's not really much of an idea in here. He just says, I'd probably do something that's very immersive. I'd do something with haptics worked in. I'd use assets that we use in the volume, which if you're not familiar, they filmed the Mandalorian in this giant soundstage called the volume that has like a huge led screen uh, where they can like, you know, like you have the typical green screen that actors work in front of. This is an actual like real time led high definition screen that the actors act in front of. And, and it's what you see on the screen. If you haven't, if you haven't seen the, the anything about the volume, there's a whole bunch of behind the scenes stuff on, on Disney. Not Plus only Plus. that, but this season of the Mandalorian is on point. I've heard that. And, yeah. I have not and- watched it yet. And the thing is, is like some of the places that they go, I mean, they go to Mandalore. Like it's crazy. So yeah, yeah it's, it's really good this, this season. I've, I've heard that. I definitely, I, I just need to find the time to, uh, to watch those, the, the, the two episodes for Boba Fett. And they're then... so short, man. Are they really? Uh, the Boba Fett ones, I wouldn't even bother at this point. Really? But I, I need to, like, I feel like I'm going to be confused if I just You're jump, not. In, jump in. No? Okay. No. Trevor, have you been watching? Because I know you're you were a Mandalorian watcher too. No, um, I, I I kind of you're Star Wars out, right? Star you Wars has keep... fallen out of my my. So I, I, I would what you call I would it, agree my, with you. <laughs> yeah, no, and Trevor, process, I would agree yeah. with you. Yeah, it's not even Star Wars. Like it is Star Wars, but it's like it's not even Star Wars. Like it's it, just it is. But I have lots of other. Or well, I. I, I'm fighting between this and The Last of Us, which you know I'm watching Pedro Pascal either way. Yeah, um, I, I, but I'm only one episode yeah. into The Last of Us, and I'm just not about it, man. Like I already the saw hard, Walking Dead. Thanks. The hard, <laughs> but the hard thing for me is the The Last of Us was filmed all in Alberta, so half of me watching okay. the show is just pointing out, like I know where they filmed that. Like the the closest place I found, I think, is like what would it be like 
five miles from my house. Like, (laughs) I can tell you, even at a Star Wars out person, the Mandalorian is really good this season. Okay. Katie Sackhoff is awesome. So, you know, in general, but like, it's not, it doesn't have that same sort of like, oh, Star Wars. It's like, oh, this is just cool. Yeah. That's what I would say. Yeah, I, I, I guess th- that's a fair point is, you know, if it, I, I feel like we were kind of beat over the head a little bit with like the main, like everything had to tie back to the main stars. And I guess if it's breaking out and doing yeah, its own it, thing, that's. Yeah, I mean, it ties more into your jam. What's that show again? Uh, Rebels. The cartoon. Yeah, it ties yeah. more into that than anything. Well, the one guy that's like the one of the main directors and writers was the guy that did did Rebels, I think. Right. right. Yeah. So like that's it that makes sense. When you said Mandalore, I was like, I was like, well, they went to Mandalore and Rebels, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Well, yeah. So anyway, well, no. See, the problem I have right now is my wife and I are. Re- I talked about Yellow Jackets so many times in the show, but Yellow Jackets is like they're one hour episodes, right? And that, it's coming back in two weeks, and so like my wife and I've been trying to rewatch the first season because it's been a while. You know what I mean? So, and there's just, it's one of those shows that there's a lot of stuff going on. So like, we just forgot everything. What was it? Even Outer Banks that happened to me. Like I watched Outer Banks, which was like, dude, it's totally just this ramped up Goonies nonsense at this point. But (laughs) I I forgot so much of what happened. I know that, um, was it Shadow and Bones coming back? Which again, I've read all the books. I watched the first season and I'm like, I don't remember the books or the first season. (laughs) Like, I don't know what I'm going to do. Jeez. Have you yeah. watched the Have you watched the new that uh, Disney Plus channel show that you've been excited about? Because uh, I saw it on my Disney oh, Plus Kif? this morning. Yeah, yeah, Kiff is pretty good, man. Uh, but I'll okay. tell you what I watched. What I really liked is Chang Can Dunk on Disney Plus. Oh, I saw that advertisement. Yeah, it was yeah. good, man. Good. It was good. Okay. I liked it a lot. Okay. Well, anyway, back to back to Mandalorian. <laughs> back <laughs> to Mandalorian. I mean, I, I would be interested in a ride because I like the show. I think that if you're I just don't want it to be, you know, Millennium Falcon 2.0, though, which is what this sounds like. That's the thing. I read this and I was like, that just sounds like the Millennium Falcon ride that we already have with just the Razor Crest instead of the Millennium Millennium Falcon, right? Yeah, it's got to be more than that. But I I also think that there's a lot of missed opportunity in the Millennium Falcon ride. Like, dude, there's what are you what am I doing? Right. Like if there was more to do in a Mandalorian one that like it mattered, like, yeah, okay. I do like the one comment that Favreau made. He said, uh, I know when I was younger, I love when they pulled the curtain back on effects and movies. It, re- it really made me probably want to do what I'm doing now. So I think it would be an educational component, but not educational like museum, like sitting here, feel this. This is how we did it. Yeah. To me, that feels like a cross between um, like, yeah, like Millennium Falcon, but then kind of back to like great movie ride. So, so here, like, yeah, like, why can't we have, you know, with what we have going on, I, now that I'm thinking about this, like, why can't I have a video of, like, Millennium Falcon ride from, like, the outside that then they, like, soup up with, like, some special effects? Like, that would be cool. Like, give me, like, the whole ride with special effects, obviously, right, like, on something that's the same for everybody, but that's you in the cockpit. Yeah. I, I yeah. get down with that. And, that and sorry, cool. I'm... I have to correct myself before they come for me in the memes. I didn't mean great movie ride. ride. I meant backlot tour. Okay. Like, I, <laughs> yes, totally different forward. rides, but I had movie <laughs> ride in my head. Sorry. Sorry, I mean, everyone. I, I know what you're saying, right? Because like, so like the, the, the volume is like this just gigantic screen, right? Like mm-hmm. it's a big giant screen. And like they are doing some things with some of these screens. Like, you know, like if you look at the Pirates ride in, in Shanghai, right? Like they have some floor to ceiling LED screens that are like kind of like the volume in a way. Mm-hmm. And and so like, and I'm just trying to figure out how you do that with the Razor Crest. I mean, 
I don't know. There's some interesting thoughts real, there, though. Yeah. Real prop in the middle with, like, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. It's an interesting idea, and I'd be kind of surprised that they didn't. I mean, I, I don't know if you guys saw that the, that, uh, you know, uh, Mando is, is now has, uh, you know, Baby Yoda, and don't yell at me, this Grogu. I don't care. It's Baby Yoda. Um, we know. Meeting we with know people like, like, yeah. I know. I'm just, some people get mad when you say Baby Yoda, and it's like, because <laughs> well, that's not his name though but that's it's what his name is but... yeah it's baby yoda that's in but... the first season you could get away with that but dude yeah. no not anymore okay. man do we just call him Grogu? E- e- listen better? even in the third <laughs> season he even says something the mandalorian says something like nah dude his name is grogu like get it right <laughs> well but I have you guys seen the like the you know they have the wandering mandalorian going around a uh, galaxy's edge with grogu and it's like a full like animatronic Grogu that's like you know making sounds yeah, yeah. and moving around and like it's it's really cool like I've and it's now a permanent thing at Galaxy's Edge. It was just Disneyland. Now that it's Disney World too. But um, I mean it's kind of awesome. <laughs> like I'm so gonna tell you though, don't do more. But like Grogu in the Mandalorian is the worst special effects part of the whole show now. What do you mean? Like because like, I just other don't think he looks realistic. So but it's a puppet. It's like a legit. I think that's what Damon's saying. That's what I'm saying. You know, it's a puppet. Yeah. Everybody complains about CGI all the time. Then wants physical props. And then you, so you're complaining. It's a physical. So I I like the thought about the physical props, but it's almost like the Muppets seem better than Grogu. I I don't know. I don't love Grogu, especially this season, because there's so much that's going on. That's so cool from an effect standpoint, like where they go and what happens and some of the other monsters and stuff. I kind of look at Grogu and I'm like, dude, this thing looks too puppety. But he's eh, the least impressive effect on the show. Yeah. I did yeah. say like the 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 wandering character though, like if you guys haven't seen videos of it, I'm it's sure pretty impressive. Person, way different. It's pretty cool. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I even saw somebody I, take a picture where he was just standing too. Like the they just had Grogu standing on the p- pavement at one point too, which I'm like, how? But yeah, go ahead, sorry, Trevor. That, that's impressive. No, I was gonna say I, I feel what you're saying, Damon. Like mm-hmm. it, you're, it's kind of like when they push it too far with like animatronics that kind of it it, it pass or you know it it breaks. I don't I don't know what the right a, term a little is. bit. Like, yeah, I know what you're saying, and I think this season of yeah. Mandalorian because it's so good in terms of what's going on. Like they're you know they're on Mandalorian. It's like, it's just it's so well done that it just kind of pulls me out a little bit i don't know that that's just there's some monsters this season that are just ridiculously well done ridiculously all right we have so much to talk about and i can't be on all day what do we what do we got here (laughs) all right so the rumor we talked about last week it's exactly what we thought it was yeah that that uh <laughs> so we <laughs> we have an update to that ken marino basically came out and was like i don't know what i know no, no nothing like why and this is what i this is what we said last week like why would he know anything he's in the attraction exactly. but like he doesn't even talk and like so it's not like they're calling him up first and being like hey we're gonna change this thing but he said he said on twitter i have no idea what they're changing it to someone said that uh to me at some point so then i said it it was more of a rumor than anything else i suppose maybe it's going to be a new billy holiday ride could be good obviously he's being sarcastic there (laughs) but it's (laughs) you know he's a funny guy but um yeah i just thought that i had to put that on there since we talked about the rumor last week part partially like i think all of us knew that rumor probably wasn't true but it was fun to talk about i think so 
the the idea of it. Yeah, I I just the side note to this is, you know, this is in the same vein as believing your bus driver at Disney for any rumors like. But even less informed, I feel like. Yeah, yeah, you you know, somebody that was in a video like, you know, 20 years ago, like, (laughs) what are they going to (laughs) know? Why would they know that? Right. So um, I I think this next piece of news, though, before we do our ad is uh, really I I actually think this is huge news. Um, So and if you watch the Imagineering story, you've seen this guy before. So. Uh, Walt Disney Imagineering is bringing back Chief Creative Officer Bruce Vaughn, uh, who had left to go to uh, well, he left to go to a VR company, and then he went to Airbnb after that, and uh, now he's going to come back and he's going to lead, uh, well, co-lead uh, Disney Imagineering. Uh, this is, I think, huge because he was in charge of Imagineering during a lot of what a lot of people, you know, some of some of the best stuff that they've done basically <laughs> in the recent in recent history. So uh, I to me, I see this as, a, you know, a lot of people are talking about all the changes that are happening. And, you know, some of them are not like Bob Iger things. This feels like a Bob Iger change to me. This feels like he's trying to get somebody uh, that is about the art back into uh, to Imagineering as opposed to the business side of things. Uh, you know, that's just what my thoughts are, but I think, you know, this is huge. And I know this guy is like, from what I've read, super well-respected at Imagineering and, and well-respected in the industry. And considering that Disney uh, has lost, you know, people like, um, uh, you know, they've lost, uh, Joe Rody and, uh, and, um, you know, and, uh, what's his name? Um, gosh, the guy that just left. <laughs> the fact that we can't even think of. Bob Weiss. Imagineers. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Bob Weiss. So Bob Weiss yeah. was, was he, he had been with the company for, for basically forever. And, uh, he, he just, and he was running, uh, he was running Imagineering and he just retired. So, um, you know, I don't know. This seems like really positive news to me. Yeah. It's, I mean, I, I, you know, initially when I read, you know, oh, they, they pulled someone back from Airbnb and I, <laughs> I, I think about, you know, there, there's definitely been a lot of negativity around Airbnb. Like, even if you've never sure, used yeah. it, you hear about, you know, horror stories from it and whatnot, but, you know, reading more what, you know, he was trying to figure out like packages and ways yeah. to improve the guest experience, which you, you know, outside of the the obvious issues that they had, you know, you know, he was somebody whose drive was, you know, how the guests perceived it. So, yeah. um, you know, going back to, you know, okay, if he's coming back into Imagineering, he obviously has his head in the right place. And, and it sounds like you said, you know, you know, Bob is probably trying to assemble, you know, his, you know, the right team for the right job. And, and so why would he not bring somebody in who he knows will care about what they're doing and not someone who's just there to collect a paycheck, which, you know, not yeah. to say that, that other people are there to do that, but um, you know, the, the previous management seemed to be more concerned with that, which, you know, kind of trickles down to the people in departments like Imagineering. Yeah. And if you, if you watch the Imagineering story, right, like they, they talk about this pretty in depth, right. That there's throughout their history, there has been this kind of, pendulum swings different ways right there's they're depending on the leadership of the company sometimes they care more about the business side of things sometimes they care more about the creative side of things right and Iger's big thing is the creative side of things right he's you know he he keeps saying over and over that the entire soul of the company is storytelling right and so mm-hmm. for me for him to bring to bring Bruce back in who is a guy you know for those that don't know he was there for I was it 20 some years right 
he led uh, research and development for for Imagineering. Uh, you know, as part of that, he was the chief creative officer for a long time. So basically, think of anything they did prior to 2016. He was basically overseeing basically everything over tw- from 2016 and 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 uh, you know 20 years before that. So, I mean, that's that's pretty a pretty great time. There was a lot of great. That's stuff a lot that of good there. stuff. Yeah. yeah. So this is I mean, look, this is I think this is great. I'm 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 pretty pretty pumped for this and I like I said I think this is uh if you haven't watched the Imaginary story, he is featured quite a bit in that and he's been responsible for a lot of great stuff at the parks over the years. So I I think think this is a a good step in the right direction, especially with how much experience they've lost over the past couple of years uh you know with Imagineers retiring or or leaving. So Yeah. But yeah, got to build that back up or else uh you know Yeah. Disney just becomes another roadside attraction. Yeah. Well, but they, you know, <laughs> somebody, I think in this article, they called it brain drain, right? Like they had this, yeah, offset some of the recent brain drain and loss of history, right? So that's, that's what they're trying to do here since they've had so many high profile guys, you know, retire over the past couple of years. Um, I'm trying to think there's a couple more too, right? Uh, was it, um, who else left? Oh gosh, it's killing me that I can't remember anybody right now. <laughs> <laughs> the guy that designed Splash Mountain, he retired recently. Um, we just talked about him too. Yeah, uh, and I again, I I'm totally blanking on names I'm right just, now. Yeah, I'm yeah. totally blanking on names too. All right, anything else on that before we move on? No, nope. let's. Uh, I guess we yeah. we're going to do our ad, and then um, we'll get to the thing Damon really wants to talk about. All right. This week, uh, our sponsor is Monera, uh, who is a world of DVC company and the industry leader for financing DVC resale contracts. Monera offers lending with the longest terms available at 12 years, the option of no credit check, instant approval, low down payments, and no prepayment penalties. If you're thinking of purchasing a DVC contract on the resale market, go check out their online quick quote first. You may be surprised just how affordable joining DVC can be. Go to MoneraFinancial.com or call 317-245-8800. And when you speak to them, be sure to let them know that Welcome Home sent you. Also, I believe, uh, um, are we in their drop down on this uh, for this one as well? I think we're on the drop down for everywhere now. Yeah. Okay, good. So, yeah, if if they have a drop down, uh, you know, make sure you pick Welcome Home because uh, that's that's the only drop down you should be picking. That's right. Yeah. Even if you've heard of heard of them from another show, please select ours. Just pick us anyway. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> are we gonna do our random ride today or do we feel like we not have enough time for that we don't Dude, i don't think we do i think we have to table yeah it. yeah that's fine that's that that can that's a rotating segment we can do any time right so we'll, we'll yeah. do it next week and maybe we'll leave it up to people to guess on what the ride is so uh, let's not drop any hints or anything we'll oh okay can i out. just can i give like a really general hint oh no you're gonna <laughs> no. give it away <laughs> no i won't give it away i swear you're i'm totally gonna, gonna give it away i'm just gonna say one of my favorite things at disney there you go okay that's it that's that's it. It's one of my favorite things at Disney. Then they can, you know, and it's something I ride every single time I'm there. Dole Whip is not a ride. No, it's not. I don't <laughs> like Dole Whips. We've been over there. Well, that's my All favorite. Right. That's okay. So, Damon, you want to get into this? Uh, so, uh, the Disney Cruise Line has now announced uh, their Lighthouse Point, their new island in the Bahamas, will open in summer of 2024. Yeah, um, there's a lot of lot of stuff here, but I think the problem I've right from the get-go i already have two things that i just don't like about it right there's there's no discussion of a snorkeling area or did i just miss it i didn't see anything though i mean they might not have announced everything yet right why would you not (laughs) announce that though i don't know it seems like a bit of a selling point yeah but i don't know if the island 
is going to have snorkeling. Like it might not. So that's one thing I'm worried. Let's say I'm more worried about. And then I would say this interactive family water play area looks terrible. It's a splash pad. Yeah. Yeah. Where, you know, the current castaway key does not, like it has a little bit more ish. I feel like than this, it feels a little bit more like this looks like no kid over 12 is going into this family water play area. I don't think it's meant for it's it's says three to twelve, so yeah, no kidding. No, 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 they're two separate things. I think. Oh yeah, yeah. You're talking about the you're talking about the one with the water slide on it, and like yeah. The, okay. But I'm saying the water slide yeah, looks slash pad. Okay. No, no, no. I'm talking about the water slide, and it looks not good. I mean, I don't think it's meant for teenagers, though. It it looks but like the a other one kids. you can go on it as a teenager, like the Castaway yeah. Key. So, and then if you look the additional recreational activities for kids and kids at heart, so that's everybody. Yeah, I don't see snorkeling. Let me see. What's a Gaga ball pit, by the way? I don't know. I saw that, and I was wondering that exact same thing. I guess I could Google it and find yeah, out. But I guess we're going to have to right now. But A covered gaming pavilion. Maybe that's for the older kids. I don't know. Gaming pavilion? Do they mean volleyball? And, and I mean, the- but the, the other one has that, too. A Gaga ball pit just looks like this. I don't even know what this is. I mean, I guess it's a game. But again, I'm not, what those are the this? things that to me, I just wasn't really sold on. I mean, I still want to go cause I love cruises and the, the art and culture pavilion looks awesome. The designs look amazing. The designs like, look amazing. Yeah. I think the food will probably be, you know, good as well. Like I, I, all of that looks good. They have not announced a lot of the, um, port adventures. Yeah. So kind of have to look for that. And maybe some of the port adventures are going to be, you know, snorkeling or something along those lines. But, you know, having that snorkeling area at the other island is, is pretty fun. I, I would know. be surprised if they don't have that, right? Like They I, would have I, announced it here, though, if it wasn't part of a port adventure, so. which means money. Oh, you mean they're going to charge extra for it? That's what you're I saying? I mean, maybe it's yeah. going to be not as open as the one that's a castaway. Because castaway, you can just kind of rent your equipment and go whenever you want, right? Yeah, I mean, it It says families can relax and play along white sandy beaches and turquoise waters at the expansive family beach on the east side of the island, which will be centrally located, blah, 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 near near market-style dining, recreation, and other amenities. I mean, it just feels very general. Like, I, I, yeah. I don't know. But again, when you start listing things like, you know, watercraft and bicycle rentals, that's where you would say yeah. snorkeling rentals. Maybe they don't know yet, you know? The, I, I, know I, that- I don't think they don't know. They know. I just don't <laughs> think it's going to happen. I don't but know. We'll I'd see. I, I think we'll if they if they do have it, I think it's going to be a port adventure adventure rather than an open snorkeling sure. area. Yeah. But I do enjoy the opening opening <laughs> the open snorkeling area. Um, so I don't know. That that's the disappointment in the water slide. I feel like you have, you know, again, you have competing people. You have um what's the what, what's that one from royal caribbean like the greatest day at sea or whatever oh, yeah, that, that that one looks crazy I, I feel like i've seen commercials and that one looks like yeah, a whole bunch of that, crazy like <laughs> that looks awesome but again what yeah. i'm feeling about this island is what continues to push me away from disney is that it seems like you're going to cater to younger kids yeah and that's what i'm just not about like that's fine I know there's an adult beach, but that's just a beach, man. Like, but why can't the adult beach have water slots? Like, why can't, like, a lot of yeah. the community that you get going to amusement parks, right? I feel like is people that would enjoy doing that sort of stuff. And I just, that's where I'm missing the, this, this sort of thing here. I don't know. That's just my personal take. Hopefully that's not the case, but that's what it feels like now. 
I, I feel you on that, Damon. I mean, it, it, you know, reading this as well. So I, I looked up what Gaga Ball is, and yeah. it's it's definitely it's a kids game. It's it's not you know I, I mean. I think adults playing it would be a very different game. <laughs> it, look, it would get very aggressive very quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, it, you know, yeah, to, to your point, it, it seems like, you know, there's a lot of stuff here for, for younger families or up to, you know, yeah. like that preteen kind of age bracket. But then past that, it's like, well, you're not, you're not going here as, you know, a teenager to adult unless I don't want to sit just on the beach, man. Yeah. Like, I want to do stuff. Right. And, and I, I'm in the same boat as you, you know, that, that's why we go to theme parks. That's why we, yeah. we do a lot of that stuff is that, you know, I, I don't want to sit. I don't, you know, even if I went to a place like this, I would want to be doing something and, and, and not just like hiking and not on just nature like trails. volleyball. Well, see yeah. the problem, the hiking and nature trails are not even as bad as like volleyball. So last time we were there, we played volleyball, but we have friends that play volleyball. I play volleyball, right? Like, so the thing about it was, is that I can go play volleyball anywhere. And and that's what like an hour or two of your time at most. When yeah, you're you there? Play, like, you play against. Um, <laughs> they, they were a little overmatched, so you play against the crew members. But we had like we had like a squad, like you know what I mean. Like <laughs> you know, my my friend plays, his daughter's playing in college. Like I played in college. Like we had a lot of people that were just good, good. So it was a little overmatched, but it, so it wasn't as long as you would have thought. But that being said, is that I still would have liked you know other things. I don't know. That's just me. You know, there there is an interesting thing here, though, too, where it's they got a lot of pushback on this place from like locals and the government. Mm-hmm. Um, I almost wonder if they made them scale down the plans to maybe be, and maybe yeah. snorkeling because, you know, you do get people that will snorkel with a whole lot of, you know, sunscreen on and things like that. Who knows? Yeah. Dropping their stuff. And yeah, I'm not yeah. sure yeah. they I mean, because I know that there was a lot of controversy about this island when they bought it. There was a lot of pushback from locals. And so I think they tried to do this in a way that was not because I know they like they donated most of the island, I think, back to like the people or something like it's like a it's like a um, I don't want to say it's like a park, but it's it's basically like a, uh, a nature. Uh, what am I thinking of here? It's like a nature preserve. 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 Yeah, like they yeah. don't like th- there was a there was all sorts of concessions they had to make to make this happen, basically. <laughs> so I do wonder if that scale back their plans in any way but i mean i looked at this and i thought it looked i thought it looked pretty awesome like just the buildings looked awesome um i i don't think i've ever seen buildings look like this before (laughs) um so i don't know i thought that it looked incredibly cool i get your points though i do i do think it's interesting they're gonna have 20 premium family cabanas that you can rent out have you did you see those yeah 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 that i saw somebody said only expensive though probably crazy expensive right it's it's funny because they're so expensive and then there's still not enough of them, right? So I don't even know what that means. Like, from, <laughs> I don't even know what that means. Like from the they're standpoint, they're not expensive of, enough, or they need more. Or... Yeah, I don't know. I don't even know what that means. Yeah, absolutely. I've not, so I, I you know I have not been on a Disney cruise. I've really only been on one cruise in my life. Actually, um, I just haven't gone on a cruise in a long time. So like, how long do you even stay on this on this a island? Day. It's like a whole day. Just yeah, okay. Gotcha. And we so took one of the there. cruises where we did it twice, which was awesome. Like those are super – unfortunately, they're super expensive cruises. But we did one where it's two days at Castaway Key. They do them every once in a while. That was fun. I wonder what kind of watercraft rentals they're going to have. It says watercraft rentals. Like what kind of watercraft can you rent? Mm-hmm. Think they have jet skis? Yeah. They do, yeah. Okay. All right, cool. 
Well, I, I thought I thought you were pumped about going here, Damon, but it sounds like you're... I mean, I want to go. He's like, you're kind of like, pumped, but kind of not. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's yeah. exactly how I feel. Yeah. I mean, you know, I, one of these days, once I get, get myself onto one of these cruises, I'll definitely... Uh, <laughs> what you, you know what this is kind of like um it, it, it I, I feel like this is going to be like you taking your daughter to peppa pig park tom no no definitely not <laughs> well no I, in that you know you know you, you you're like oh you know what you're going to a theme park but then you find out well it's you know a, a very kid centric theme park sure, and you sure. find out how quickly there's like nothing to do there past a certain age group and right? you saw that new peppa pig coming to texas right yeah Probably it's interesting change. because that area is now going to have Universal, Peppa Pig, and a water park. Yeah, Tom's planning a trip. <laughs> I do. I mean, listen, Peppa Pig was fine, right? Like it was fine, yeah, but it but was. It, it felt like I was at like a county fair kind of. That's the kind of rides that they had that were just custom. You know what I mean? Right, but but like, but also like my point was like you you said it yourself is you know it's it's you know for very young kids it's great but you know that you know obviously past a certain age it's not somewhere you want to be and to have this as part of a cruise like like to Damon's point is it's like you know yeah if you show up there with your family and you know it's not just about you know you know Damon you're kind of talking about you know there's not you know more adult centric stuff to do or, or, you know, like, you know, splash pads seem like they only go up to age 12. Like, what about your kids? You know, your kids are older, you know, you're all going to show up there and be bored. Like, like that, that's not, that's not a great way for them to, to sell something like this. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, the, the, it's probably more the teens that are the problem. Cause like, you know, they've the adult exclusive beaches with like a, looks like a spa of some sort and some bars and, so like if you're if you're an adult only or, or you know if you, but that's not what the the market is right like that's not the most yeah. most of the people are not going to be adult only although I will well, say and it's not young kids only either like they're no no a definitely whole not range there that they're kind of ignoring I think yeah maybe yeah yeah so okay anything else we want to say about this no no okay. all right so the other thing we wanted to talk about here was uh so disney had a uh they had imagineering go to um i'm clicking on the article and now i'm forgetting what it is (laughs) south by southwest um so and and really they 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 had the hulk thing there which we've already seen like that's nothing new but they also showed this prototype robot of uh of uh what is it judy hops on like roller skates and it does like a somersault and then it jumps back up again, basically, which was. This is some Five Nights at Freddy's stuff. I'm just going to say it. Like the, <laughs> well, like, it's not covered in the skin, right? It's just got the. Yeah, it's it's, it's still robot. like, like, yeah. I don't know, like, like, that's great that they're, you know, they're making these advancements and animatronics and stuff. I don't know if I would want Judy Hopps rolling up to me. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, that's fair. I mean, were you creeped out by the by the um, the Groot one that they made? Remember that free fro- roaming Groot one that they showed off uh, maybe last year or the year before? Was this the the teenager Groot? Or? Yeah. Well, no, it was it was like a it was like a younger Groot. I would say maybe adolescent Groot. <laughs> okay. You don't remember that one? I, I don't. Re- I don't remember that. No. Okay. Yeah, because they had that one, and then I mean, but this one's a little bit different. This one is more like the Spider Man robot, but like less advanced than that. But it does like a little somersault and gets back up again. But I think the cooler one is actually the the Tinkerbell one. Did you guys look at the Tinkerbell mm-hmm. video? Is, the t- is it a hologram? I feel like. Is I don't it? think it is. 
What is it then? I don't know. It's <laughs> a good question. I Maybe feel it is. Is it a robot or a hologram? Like, I don't I know think what it's else a hologram. It could be. Do you think I, so? I, I, I think this is like how, um, you know, the, the Beauty and the Beast thing uh, or that show that that um, you're talking about, Tom, like, where they have like Lumiere in it and it's like a. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I feel this is the same kind of technology as that. Uh, you know how I feel about holograms. I love yeah. those holograms. He wants the, the, the real yeah, hologram. <laughs> the interesting thing is it's supposed to be interactive. So it's, you know, you know, ha- you know, having a, you know, a, a hologram of Tink is one thing, but having one that will actually, you know, react to you and, you know, anybody yeah. else in your group. That's amazing. What, like, Tre- Trevor, what was that video game you could play at the arcade that was the holograms that had the big glass dome over the top? Do you know what I'm talking hologram? about? <laughs> Is that what it was called? It was called Hologram. Was it really? Yeah. Um, Sega. Um, hold on. All right. Well, now. It, it now was, I, um, sorry. Hologram Time Traveler. That was. Yeah. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. When was that? Like in the like. Like. 1990 1991 it says 91 wow i, yeah, I saw it. No, actually, i guess okay 90 it says 91 okay. by sega where are we now 30 years later and i can't get holograms in disney let this be a hologram please <laughs> did you did you so i i watched the video of tinkerbell i watched a close-up and it looks like it is just it's a hologram Right, just a hologram. I, oh yeah, I mean, yeah. No, I, I listen. I know. Sorry, I mean, I just, it, just... it looks pretty. I mean, it looks like the holograms they already do. Like you know, the the things that Damon do, doesn't feel are holograms. Like where they, you know, like when you go on like well, Rise of the Resistance or like some of those other rides, and they like have somebody beamed in, and I, you know, you haven't done it. Yeah, I know. Those but, are holograms, though. I, I mean, there's close as we can get to holograms. No, in 1991, we had holograms. Yeah, I, I think the thing with this is like, because like that game that you're talking about, you could, you know, you could see it from multiple angles. Yeah, I'm, I'm watching the I'm watching the YouTube right now because yeah, I was like, it, I it, it is, you know, prime 90s viewing. Absolutely. It, it definitely is. Yeah. But you know what? You can walk around the thing and see that dude cowboy in the hologram 3D glory. I will tell you that much. Yeah. <laughs> Yes, exactly. I, and that's, I hope, you know, they, they showed it on a stage and if it's just a flat projection, you know, that's obviously going to take away from, you know, it's, you know, only look at Tink from this angle. Right. But if it's, you know, sure. if she's in the thing and you can like walk around it and see from different sides, like, yeah, that'll be, that'll they, be amazing. They pretty much have, <laughs> I mean, they pretty much do that at the, the, the pre-show for, for Rise of Resistance. I mean, the, the one uh, the one ho- the one I, I guess I, I won't call it a hologram, but I mean, no, like they do it in like not. a tube, so it looks it looks like they're there to me. But just I mean, because it's in a tube in two D does not make a hologram. It doesn't. That's it called doesn't trickery. Look 3D. It looks three D. No, but it, but it as you as you turn around it, you're still facing the same side. No, yeah. no, no. I I don't think so. Not for that. I mean, I I'm trying to think of if I've seen it really from the side, but like. I mean, this one, this Tinkerbell thing, I mean, you can, if you look at the video, you can see the screen. I mean, it's not, it's not that difficult to see. And it does look flat, but I mean, I don't know. I guess the interactivity part is, it's more about the interactivity than the the actual. Yeah, man. I, I don't think that that's a hologram. I'm watching the, the pre-show now. I mean. It's not. It is not. I guess. I mean, I just, I, I don't know how you define a hologram. Being able to walk all the way around it. And it well, okay. Yeah. It's 
Yeah. Having it be a a proper three D representation. Called a hologram space. for a reason. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, <laughs> the I definition. Know. I'm just saying, like, I, you know, if you, I mean, I, I don't know if you could walk all the way around. If they made it so you could walk around all the way but around. But again, around, if but, you watch the POV, it doesn't look like it's all the way around. Yeah, that, well, it's because it doesn't need to be the way it's set up. Right? No, it but, doesn't yeah. need to be. It doesn't yeah. need to be hologram time traveler, the best game ever. <laughs> I'm watching. It's, it's so funny. I'm watching this cowboy like. <laughs> oh, it was. And I'm watching this cowboy fight ninjas and knights, and it's just hysterical how bad and awesome it is at the same time. Oh, boy. <laughs> you and the holograms. I, I 1991, do... man. Like, <laughs> why can't we have it? I don't know. I mean, maybe there's just not a a re a, something we had they a wanted Tupac to hologram. do. It. I mean, yeah. We had a Tupac know. hologram. Like, we can do it. It's possible. Yeah. All right. Well, what do you think they use this uh, this this Judy Hops thing for? Like, I that's the question I have, right? Like, it's to terrorize people. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, is it going to be? Are it's they just, trying? To... Yeah. Go ahead, sorry. Go, go. Sorry, it's just unsettling to me. Like, like the robot without any like like without any World? like. Yeah, it's 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 a little too um, T one thousand for me. <laughs> I mean, Westworld was canceled too. Another bummer, by the way. Yeah, it didn't get didn't get to finish out the uh, the last season. Yeah, the canceled and so- taken off of HBO, which is even worse because like now I have to go find it somewhere because mm. it's not even on HBO Max anymore. They took it out. Oh, I don't even want to see now that it's not coming back. Like I don't want to see it anymore anyway. Yeah, well, I, I hadn't been caught up on the last season, but I, I wasn't either. But again, like now I'm just happy I hadn't didn't waste my time. To be honest yeah, with you. Yeah. Um, I, have to I was going to say, so I keep forgetting to mention that. So I booked Dollywood for August. They have a new coaster, big bear coaster. Oh yeah. I saw out. that one. Yeah. Yep. Um, kind of excited for it. it. It's a launch coaster. It's looks like a little bit more intense slinky is what I'm going to kind of go okay. with because it's a three launch coaster, right? No loops, but so there is a down. Yeah, I, th- I feel like I don't you know don't if there's a full barrel roll. I don't think there's a full barrel roll, but there might be close to it if that makes sense. Yeah, um, it's super duper long. Um, the coaster, and I saw um, some reviews of the not of that because obviously it's not running yet, but of similar rides in Europe. The only downside is that people were saying they wish it had some sort of like motorcycle sort of action rather than just a car but you know the theming in this wildwood grove and we haven't been since they put in wildwood grove because we you know we canceled our trip in december but what's interesting is the theming there so it's this black bear i guess it's based on like the silhouette of a bear kind of the coaster itself or something along those lines but it looks kind of neat and you go behind a waterfall and things like that but i'm looking forward to it so it's we were gonna do silver dollar city and dollywood and then when I realized that there was a new coaster, I said, why do I want to go to the Ozarks? Like, that's a far trip from Dollywood there. So we're just going to stick it out in Dollywood and try this new um, this new area that we haven't been to, plus the new coaster. I said, I think spring, they said it's announced. It will be open. So hopefully soon. Yeah, this is it's interesting because it's not like um, it doesn't look extraordinarily intense, right? Like, it's, it's not, not because that yeah. part of the park, Wildwood Grove, is not supposed to be intense. It's. It's kind more of a of family like, coaster, as Disney would call it. Yeah, it is. It is a little bit of a family coaster, but I think Disney's family coasters are a little too family. This is like what I would expect a family coaster to be. But what is kind of interesting about it is they already have Fire Chaser, which is a family coaster. So to have this seems a little redundant. 
but it finishes off that wild grove area. And for amusement park people, you, you have to realize like there's still a fair amount of land there and they're kind of completing this area. And I can expect Dollywood to make another new area. They're, they're a little bit different and they keep their old rides around, it feels like, right? And there's not a lot of updating of rides, which is nice. And you know what I mean? Like it's because you have more rides. So I'm thinking that we're going to get a new area as kind of the next step in the evolution of Dollywood. Yeah. So according I, I just was watching some videos of it. It's, it's mm-hmm. the track is really long, but it's mm-hmm. uh, according to Wikipedia, it's a minute 40 ride. Yeah. It's 48 miles per hour. It looks like top speed. Yep. So mm-hmm. yeah. Okay. Yeah. It looks cool. Yeah. It, I mean, it, look, it looks, looks interesting. It looks really and in the theming, you know, the theming is, is fit for exactly what they wanted. So yeah. Yeah. It just it takes up a lot of space, man. Like it's huge. It, it does, and I think part of it is that they want you to be able to see the coaster from anywhere in that area of the park. Gotcha. Okay. So, like, kind of like a Universal one is not as long, but you know, like you can kind of see the roller coaster in the beginning of the park uh, as well. But this one looks like you're going to see it in this whole area from start to finish, and the entrance is all the way in the back. Okay, gotcha. So you got to go all the way to the back of the park. To yeah, go. and we're we're sta- staying at the Dreamworld Resort. I don't remember when the new resort is going to be open. I feel like it's not this year, though. It might be twenty four. I'm not. I'm not one hundred percent sure on that. But it was funny because we were going to our family size makes it difficult always, right? With five, so we yeah. said, "Oh, well, we want the kids to bring friends." So it was like, "Okay, well, we'll do two rooms, and then that way we can have eight. Well, then. My wife comes up and she's like, hey, you know, I'm on the phone with them now. They're like, they have a junior suite that sleeps six. And I was like, well, how much less is it? And she's like, it's half price. And I was like, yeah, I think we're going to do that instead. So we're going to do a junior <laughs> suite that sleeps six and then only one person gets to bring somebody. So we'll uh, we'll see how that goes. Gonna have but, to have, Kids are going to have to fight it out to uh, so, some Hunger Games type fight. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, and the thing about Dollywood is whoever wins, they, they, bring one. <laughs> they have these little um, – so they do things a little bit differently in terms of getting on rides. If you're staying at their hotel, they have this little – I don't even know what you would call it – gadgety thing that allows you to select a ride from the thing and then it tells you what time to go. I don't know if they still have those. It will be interesting. But they also open the park an hour early for the resort guests. But the difference is, is that this resort is nowhere near as big. So that first hour that you're there as a resort guest, like there's not a lot of people in the park. That's nice. Yeah. So we'll see how it goes. Yeah. But yeah, so now we're, we're booked in. We got um, Saratoga, which is probably going to be a one day Epcot trip. I feel like we're going to end up with that. I don't know. You know, cause it's um, flower and garden. I feel like that's what will happen, but it could be a no park trip or it could be that July will be in Florida for a swim meet. And then August will be in Dollywood. Nice. And I think we'll be at Hilton Head at some point, but not staying at Disney. I feel like Memorial Day. I feel like, but we won't be at Disney. We'll be at relatives' house. I'll be taking no vacations this year. So, <laughs> hey, that's what happens when you want to go back to school. Uh well, there's that, and also just there's weddings and stuff that are going on this summer. So I just I'm not a wedding person. I like, don't want to go. I, Listen, I, I don't despise go going to other people's weddings. I kind of have to go to my sister's wedding. I it's kind of important. <laughs> I understand that, but I feel like weddings are just like a, a a leech on my time off and my wallet. Well, listen, Damon, this is at this this wedding is happening in July in Asbury Park. And you know, Asbury Park is is different from what it used to be, but yep. the hotel rates are $600 a night minimum and, and oh, and I'm sure. Yeah. And it's going to be hot like hot hot. 
Yeah, it's going to be. Yeah. So yeah, no, literally. We had snow today. Did you have snow? Here? <laughs> yeah. No. <laughs> we had snow today. Good snow. Oh, today? you guys are cute. Yeah. Uh, Trevor so we, has snow every day. <laughs> yeah, no. So I, we, I woke up. We haven't had snow all year, Trevor. And I've been telling my friends, like, hey, we've not had a flake this year. I wake up and it's snowing. And like, it's snowing like you would have snow for like five minutes, mm-hmm. but it was no, like yeah. snowing. Yeah. And it actually stuck to the, you know, the, the cars. Um, it didn't really stick to the road. I mean, then by, you know, by now it's like 42 degrees already, but yeah, we got like snow. It was a pain cause we had to go s- to swim meet this morning, but so other than that, it's like those big fat, like wet flakes kind of thing. Like, yeah. And then it yeah, turned into ice for cold a little enough. bit. Yeah. yeah. And then it was rain, but yeah, it was a, a mess. Jeez, yeah, uh, what were we even talking about? <laughs> uh, you, you guys kind of went through like five different things from Dollywood, I and I really couldn't keep up because I was still watching the the, uh, the Tinkerbell video, Big Bear coaster. Oh, oh. yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, there was, I, I was a little actually, break before food. I felt like, yeah, yeah. I was actually going to make a joke about um, a certain bear movie related to the coaster, but I figured this wasn't the certain bear movie. Oh, yeah, the new, the, the new one. Yeah, that movie. Oh, that movie. Yeah, yeah I we'll, we'll leave that the alone. Movie. <laughs> that's funny yeah. I, I i'm sure some people will be able to figure out what we're talking about <laughs> i just wish dollywood had some sort of food festival as well they might but i've never been to it that would be fun yeah that'd be that'd be good to do yeah i mean i know there's some other parks like that oh, like dollywood festival menu so yeah. that must be something okay hmm. well let's talk about food we got a lot of food I can't talk about food. I'm going to have to bow out unceremoniously, ungracefully, whatever the case may be. Like, <laughs> I'm done. I can't do food. All right. So we've got we got a bunch of food stuff. We had carryover food from last week and then what, another one added because there was even more food stuff. Of course, because this never-ending food. <laughs> I know. Although, should we even talk about the St. Patrick's Day one? Like, how limited time are these? I mean, th- this will be like this week, right? Yeah, or- it's just going to be March. Oh, no. Okay, no. Some They're doing 17th through the end of the month for some of them. All right. Okay. Okay. Well, all right. We can talk about those then. Okay, well, so- let's do California Adventure. Let's go in order first. So California okay, Adventure. <laughs> what, you wanted to start with St. Patrick's <laughs> no, no, Day? No, yeah, let's, no, we can come back to it. Let's, let's okay. get through this one because this one's been sitting out longer than. Yeah, yeah. There's some good looking food in here, though. No? Okay. Um... <laughs> Look at this burrata thing. Grilled uh, ciabatta with tomato and olive jam, burrata cheese, pesto, and freeze-dried balsamic. It looks delicious. Like it looks picture. a little busy. <laughs> it looks... What do you mean it looks... Oh, no, no, no. You, you're looking at... I think you're looking at something else, right? Is that... I'm looking at the thing in the upper right-hand corner that looks like a... Oh, I'm, I'm looking at the one on the left. I thought that was... Yeah, I don't know what that one is compared to... Because the other one is... Yeah, I don't know. That's a good question. I don't know what that is. Is that like a... Oh, maybe that's like a bruschetta of some sort. Yeah, it looks like a bruschetta. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe it's similar. But... All right. Well, what about this Mickey Mouse macaroon with with Snickers? Chocolate Mickey macaroon filled with caramel ganache and uh, caramel ganache, I should say. or Sn- And Snickers cookie bar pieces. It looks really delicious. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I'm, it- I'm up for anything with Snickers in it, so... Yeah, that that's that's an easy win for sure, and oh. and the fact that they're actually like making it Mickey Mouse shaped, like you know, th- this goes back to what we've been saying for so long that they need to make more things in Mickey Mouse shapes. Yeah, right. Like it's come on, guys. It's it's not hard. It's three circles. So. I still can't get over the the hard boiled eggs with Mickey Mouse in, uh, as the yolk inside. I like. I don't even know how. I still don't understand how they accomplish that centrifugal force. 
I know that that's the way, but I st- like my mind does not fathom how they accomplish it with an individual egg. <laughs> right. I just don't understand it because it looks so good. If you haven't seen that, if you're listening to me say this right now and you're just hearing this for the first time, please Google it because it is amazing and they need to do it in the, I mean, given like how many times do they have hard boiled eggs floating around the parks? Not that often, right? Like maybe I think they have them in some of like the, the, the hotels as like a snack or breakfast or whatever for people. But like, yeah. it's still, it's, it's incredibly cool. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. I mean, back to these other foods that don't look like Mickey. Yeah. That don't look um, like Mickey, the non Mickey, uh, you know, things. Yeah. So I'm, uh, yeah, there's a whole bunch. Okay. There's a whole bunch of wine stuff on here and I just don't. Yeah, I, I mean, no, we so, don't have to talk about the wine. Yeah. Let's just talk about food because I know nothing about wine. I can't drink wine. Uh, whatever that thing is that people are allergic to and wine, I'm allergic to that thing. Uh, if I drink wine, my face turns bright red and I get a headache. So I just don't drink wine. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, probably better that way. <laughs> no, it's, it, it definitely yeah. is. Um, so let's see here. All right. So um, I'm I've skipped past Berry Patch because Berry yeah. Patch doesn't again looks kind of boring. Uh, delish. Beef and barley poutine. <laughs> it's not even regular fries. It looks like it's uh it looks potato like potato bites. Yeah, 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 it's yeah, it's potato barrels with braised beef short rib, cheese curds, stout gravy. So they made a gravy from stout. Okay. And lager micro sponge. What is what a is, what is that? I, I don't want to know, actually. I, I <laughs> I mean, listen, this looks good, but the yeah. stuff on the top, I thought, was like fried onions or something. That's like, what the is, micro sponge, apparently. <laughs> what is that? I what? Okay. Someone tell us what this is, because I just Googled it, and the only thing I got was results for this particular dish. So, like, nobody's... Yeah. I can't find an explanation of what this is. All, all I'm envisioning is somebody cut up a dish sponge and soaked it in beer. <laughs> <laughs> it looks like a loofah that they cut up. Yeah, yeah here you go. <laughs> Outside of that, though, it looks delicious, right? Like, it does look good. Yeah. I just don't know what that thing is. Um, the Cubano slider looks good, too. Slow roasted uh, mustard crusted pork, uh, sliced uh, ham, melted Swiss, pickle on a Hawaiian roll. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Pretty straightforward, but delicious nonetheless. Yeah. What is this hot dog? Uh, oh, what is um, dog? An IPA sausage dog. On a, on a pretzel. soft pretzel roll. Ooh, ooh, cheddar cheese sauce. Ooh, okay. Malt you got vinegar my- onion crunch. Ooh, yeah. You've got my attention with pretzel roll always. <laughs> do, do you do malt vinegar or? Yeah, I, I, right. I, yeah. I, I've been told I'm the, the strange one in my family because I like malt vinegar on my, my it chips. Is, it's a very regionally popular thing in the States, mm. I feel like. Like there are very, there are certain areas that are all about about uh, the, the, the uh, malt vinegar. But yeah, see, I mean, see, if fine. I'm having if I'm having like fish and chips, it's with malt vinegar. Like I'm not, yeah. I, I don't want white vinegar on my fish yeah, and chips. That's fair. That's fair. Yeah. Oh man, this cluck and doodle <laughs> moo. <laughs> okay. First, we got smoked honey habanero chicken wings. Yeah. They look delicious. In on that, then mm-hmm. the barbecue beef brisket slider with smoked cheddar, dill pickles, and a pep and a salt and pepper brioche. That looks delicious oh yeah <laughs> that i mean looks and sounds yeah, those just oh. th- those are easy easy booths yeah so yeah if you go to cluck a doodle move you know that's yeah. that's dinner for me <laughs> yeah 
And then what is the, what is okay? This is then there's just drinks. Those two. I mean, th- listen, I'd yeah. be fine with those just those two things. Forget yeah, because remember the, these are like I mean the same as you get food and wine booths yeah. in Epcot. They're doing the same thing. So it's a lot of you know there's a lot of different um, alcoholic drinks which. I'm fine to skip past. Um, I like this next booth is just called Garlic Kissed. <laughs> Which, listen, I don't know about you. I'm a huge garlic guy. Love Yeah, garlic. it's like, okay, here we go. <laughs> rarely a time where too much garlic, there's such a thing as too much garlic with me, right? Yeah. So I'm just looking at the carbonara grilled mac and uh, garlic mac and cheese with uh, peppered bacon. I mean, that's a win right there. I'm I'm doing that immediately. <laughs> they don't show it, but there's No, they do. That. It's in the skillet, right? Is that not what's in the skillet? Yeah, no, there? no, the the one before it. I'm talking oh, the about the, it, yeah. the the grilled top sirloin with roasted garlic, Greer smashed potatoes and black garlic chimichurri like Ooh, yeah. You know, you're not kissing anyone after that, but it's going to be <laughs> delicious, right? Like <laughs> Yeah, that's true. That's true. I'm a big like pesto guy too, and sometimes you get really garlicky pesto and it's just like mm-hmm. Yeah. I I love that they have a whole garlic booth. That's that's amazing to me. Yeah. Okay. I don't know what this corn cake thing is, but it, I'm paletta or paletta. Oh, it's not a cake. Okay. So it's a it's an ice cream. It's like a it's like a um, it's like a frozen kind of thing. Yeah. Like an ice cream um, bar with corn. That's <laughs> that's what's weird about it. That's. Chili lime seasoning, corn crunch, and cilantro, but it's it's a crema. Yeah, it's a frozen ice pop, basically. That's the That's, word I was looking for before. That is weird, but I don't know if I would be against it. <laughs> like, it I feel like I'm I would, curious. I wouldn't like go out of my way to buy it, but if my wife got it and she was like, "Try this," I would be like, "All right, I'll try it," but I don't think I'd go out of my way to buy that. Then I think I would make my kid try it. You make your kid, you just make him try it. Like, well, I, I, you know, we we always, you know, frame stuff. You know, you got to try something once, right? I, yeah, I would yeah. buy it, and I, you know, I would I would try it, even if it was bad. I would still make my kid try it just for the reaction. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Um, I also, I'm not in on this roasted beet and goat cheese flatbread. I, the only thing I'm gonna like on that is the yeah. flatbread and the basil pesto. The rest of that, I'm out. <laughs> yeah, it, it doesn't look very. I mean, there's. There's lots of flatbreads out there, and it's just kind of like, eh, I don't know. Yeah. It's, the other- it's not that I'm against it. It's just, you know, I, I'll save what I'm trying for things that aren't flatbread. Yeah, no, for <laughs> sure. I have to say, too, so the next booth is I Heart Artichokes. I don't mind artichokes, but I have to say they're not visually appealing. <laughs> like- so so I, I will say this. Um, so I, I used to work at a company, and they, they would bring in lunch like, you know, a couple of times a month. And the caterer that they used, I feel they bought a giant drum of artichoke hearts and because they kept like they kept bringing out these sandwiches and every sandwich had artichoke hearts on it. And after I I think it was a good year of that, um, I decided that I don't really like artichokes anymore. So, yeah, this is kind of a this is a pass for me. This whole booth, you know, you know, good for you. You heart artichokes, but I'll keep walking. Yeah, I'm not a big artichoke fan, honestly. Yeah. Um, I don't know is if California is a huge producer of artichokes, and that's why they have this. But I'm all about this next this next uh, thing here, though. This is at LA style. Yeah, this glazed barbecue pork belly, and then some sort of mac and cheese kind of thing there. Oh, <laughs> it, 
Furukake Togarashi max. Yeah, thank out. you, thank you, thank you for doing that. I don't know what that is, but it looks like mac and cheese. I d- I don't know why they're calling it something weird, but it looks like mac and cheese to me. Um, but dude, does that look good? <laughs> it looks so good. Yeah, it's. Uh, I'm curious now. Um, I love I love pork belly too. I, I'm a big pork belly fan. So yeah, you would you would not like that mac and cheese because it, it actually it's seaweed with a bunch of other stuff it looks like mac and cheese though but but it, uh it's it's got seaweed seaweed as a component so i guess okay. if there's not okay a lot of seaweed in it, i mean if it just adds like a salty flavor to it that's fine like i'm cool yeah but well you, you may get like that salty fishy briny taste like like seaweed does that like you kind of you taste the ocean right <laughs> taste the ocean yeah sounds like a sounds like a slogan for a commercial uh, you know somewhere taste for, the for seaweed <laughs> for seaweed taste the ocean yeah. um i just want to skip ahead because we have so many more to go through All here right, so yeah like, let's let's see if there's anything else that like really catches our eye yeah um, um yeah i'm not really seeing anything um, yeah, there's a bunch of like ice garden grill is yeah. kind of eh Okay, okay. What about this Black Forest ham grilled cheese, sourdough grilled cheese, Black Forest ham, smoked mozzarella, red wine poached pear jam served with a sun-dried tomato cheese sauce? Yeah, that's that. I'm eating that. I'm eating that for sure. Okay. I, I feel like I could get the same thing at Earl's Sandwich, so... Yeah, okay, but I'm still eating it. <laughs> oh, look, they did something different with the churro. They made a, a, a lemon raspberry pie churro. It's in like a little like bun. Oh, kind that's of thing. what that is. I I, I almost yeah. skipped past. That. I didn't realize that was a churro. A spiral churro with lemon Ooh. and marshmallow glaze and pie crust crumbles. All right. Yeah. I know you're just so tired of them doing weird stuff with, with just, churros. Like I, it's okay. Like it's a churro. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. All right. That's fair. All right. But, and and then right afterwards, there's a pineapple coconut churro and a tiramisu churro. Like that's a lot. Yeah. It's, that's a lot of churro. <laughs> <laughs> all right uh um, next let's go to the let's go to the next foodie guide i'm, I'm done right. with that yeah. one I'm, yeah, yeah yeah that's that's good there um women's history month yeah let's see if there's anything good in, in here um and these are available throughout march by the way so all the way to the end of yes. march i'm just scrolling through here and these are back to disney world we're we're, we're trotting back to disney world yep um um some uh, the I, I like the um, the chocolate muse cake the very the very first thing that one's pretty good yeah yeah, yeah. The, you know that they're kind of um, you know playing off of Hercules yeah um, chocolate mousse orange ginger panna cotta sugar cookie chocolate glaze and black currant whipped cream okay you know, sounds sounds interesting um, I don't know what this Grand Floridian thing is but I want it. Um, <laughs> uh, I actually can't. I don't see where they even listed what Gee, it is. Wait, what is? Oh, a gingerbread latte whoopie pie. Gingerbread whoopie pie filled with latte cream. All right, I like it. Okay. <laughs> what were I'm you trying to find? Th- there's a picture of a oh th- this tea time salad. I think it is. Okay. Oh, with the like the leaves in it, with like the yeah the weird leaves in it. Yeah. Yeah. So so the leaves I think are actually cheese. So like Holland they... infused goat cheese. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. That's that's like that. that's that's an interesting one. Uh there's there's also over at uh, Port Orleans there's a Wishing on Stars mango mousse with coconut lime. I don't know how to say that word. Gili? Gile? There's a little Gile. accent mark there. Gile? Yeah. 
All right, coconut, coconut glaze and decor fit for a princess. I don't really love most of those flavors except for the lime piece. I like a coconut flavor. I don't like coconut proper, but I like the flavor of coconut. Um, so yeah, this pork loin is whatever, and it's not really appealing to me. <laughs> I don't know. I'm I'm not seeing a ton. I mean, this is a small amount of stuff, right? So like, it's yeah, just for a brief month period here, but. What about it's still, uh, still good, you know, just to try something different. And and actually, you know, something to note is, uh, you know, you know, these these different recipes, um, a lot of them, it says that, you know, the, the different chefs that um, that were involved in creating them that were. Yeah. yeah so, so, you know, you know, it's it's a bunch of 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 um, women chefs that that were inspired and, and you know, either, you know, brought these um I feel like, you know, it's either, you know, something that they knew or, you know, they researched and, and, you know, they brought these to the, to the different restaurants. So, yeah, yeah. Um, I, I think that's cool that um, you're seeing a little bit more of it. Like, I, I like knowing who went into making the food, you know, that kind of goes back to my, my joke the last <laughs> i said previously about uh you know, I felt like, you know, poutine, it's like people are going back and forth, just trying to make the most awful poutine ever but you know if, if they attach the chef to that that would uh, you feel better about it well th- then I, then i would know who to be upset at and yeah, you I just have a that's... face to hate yeah you'd have yeah. a face that you can like <laughs> when you're going into your blind rage you just I mean, can I, imagine that person's I, face yeah I, like i said I, w- I wouldn't hate them i would just be more disappointed <laughs> oh man okay <laughs> Uh, I'm trying. I don't. I didn't really find anything else on here except for oh, uh, over at Jock Lindsay's hangar bar. Uh, notice home home style meatballs, handcrafted Italian meatballs, Sunday gravy, basil pesto, homemade lemon ricotta, grilled focaccia, grated pecorino romano. Yeah, that's that's that. Those those look delicious. Um, also, what is this chocolate bar thing? I don't. Is that the, the ganache? Uh, the Ahsoka pop at the ganachery. Oh, it's coconut. Ugh. Plant-based <laughs> coconut and blueberry ganache enrobed in dark chocolate. Okay. Well, if it's just a flavor of coconut, I guess I could deal with it. But I just don't – I don't like the texture of real coconut. You know what I mean? But it's got – but it's themed to Ahsoka as well, which, you know, I'll give them points for, for that. <laughs> Throwing some theming in there, which is yeah. kind of random. I mean, a little random, I feel like, for the ganache oh. to do that. I mean, no? Not, well, for Ahsoka, why? why it's, like, just it's, a, it's just a random – property to throw in there that's all i'm saying i just, like what relationship does the ganachery have to to to, to, to that character like well they, they've done other star wars related yeah chocolate yeah. stuff before that's true they have another one of those milkshakes that has a donut on top of it too mm-hmm. right. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> like let's stop with that one i don't get that one i i don't know i don't know why i'm complaining about having a donut with things but ooh, they have burrito tacos okay I'm in on this beef mon- uh, Monterey Jack cheese, onion, cilantro, lime. That's over at Epcot at Sunshine Seasons. I haven't eaten at Sunshine Seasons in forever. And I feel like every time I go there, it's always like really good food. And there's always like a cool variety of stuff. You know, it's it's so hard because there's so many other places to eat. And, and like we used to go to Sunshine Seasons a lot, too. But it's like you kind of kind of forget about it because there's so many other places you want to eat in Epcot. <laughs> we we t- we always tended to like rope. We would rope drop Soren a lot back before like they had the the extra theater and you could like you know not wait that long. Um, so we would always rope drop Soren and then like grab some breakfast at Sunshine Seasons, right? But like we weren't we were rarely likely to have lunch there, you know? Yeah, 
we were usually going elsewhere for lunch. So, but but not because it's not good food. It's just because of where it is and the way our schedule would work. You know. Yeah, I I totally get it. It's, yeah. Uh, for us, you know, it's kind of the same thing. We we forget about it, or we have reservations at Garden Grill. So. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course, <laughs> of course. Yeah. Um. Okay. So okay. listen, uh, the, Princess the, Night. Wait, let's not talk about that because they already happened. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Never mind. It happened I, March seventh and 9th. so they're already already right. over. So we can skip that one. I think. Okay. Right? So so we're back to uh, St. Patrick's Day. St. Patrick's Day. Okay. Ooh, I hope you like this. green. Yeah, if you like green food coloring, this is a holiday uh, for you and for uh, for for the food around Disney. So, but listen, and the, uh, of course, along with the green food coloring comes a lot of mint things as well. Yes, uh, which <laughs> mint chocolate is like. I love mint chocolate. That's one of my favorite things. Like I yeah. like really good mint chocolate anything pretty much. So Agreed. Agreed. Yeah. <laughs> um agreed. So we've got let's see. Uh a bunch of the resorts have a Irish cream cake with uh mint ganache, buttercream, fondant rainbow and a chocolate pot of gold. I'd say it looks really good. It's very very cool looking. I mean, it's just a mm-hmm. piece of cake, but they like threw a cool rainbow on top and a cool pot of gold. So all right. I'll I'll admit, okay, my my inner child, <laughs> my inner child wants to eat the top and leave the cake. Just really, just no cake at all. <laughs> yes, just just eat, just eat the rainbow and the pot of gold. Eat the rainbow and the icing and leave the cake. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I I don't disagree with that that sentiment there. Uh, so, uh, do we really need to talk about a parfait? Eh, okay, it's parfait. Everybody <laughs> likes parfait. Yeah, layers of green velvet cake, ganache, Irish cream, uh, cheesecake topped with sweet cream, and white chocolate shamrock decor. Okay, that sounds pretty good, actually. I, I take yeah. I take back what I said. That sounds delicious. I, I like that the green velvet cake, like yeah, yeah, instead of red velvet okay. cake. Yeah. So 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 that's how you know it's not true red velvet or anything yeah. because red velvet's actually caused by a chemical reaction. It's not dye put into the cake. Yes. So so they're making a velvet cake, but it's. And then they're dying it green. Yeah, pretty much. The more you know. The more you know, it's right. Uh, <laughs> uh, the Mickey Shamrock Milkshake, which is a mint milkshake with chocolate drizzle, shamrock sprinkles, and a specialty vanilla cupcake. Again, we're throwing cupcakes on top of the milkshakes. But I'm yep. okay with it. It's on this one. I It looks delicious and sounds delicious. This is really a, a, a great yeah. holiday for you if you like mint chocolate. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like yeah. Th- just... This mint chocolate chip cheesecake. It, oh, yeah. Mint chocolate brownie topped with vanilla cheesecake, whipped mint ganache, and house-made chocolate decor. Like, that's... Yeah. It looks yeah. really good. <laughs> yeah, it does. Yeah, it does. Yeah. Um, by the way, some of this stuff is only available to uh, until uh, St. Patrick's Day, which is, uh, I guess, is it March 17th? Is that why it all ends on March 17th? Yes. I feel like I should know this, um, but I don't. Uh, yeah, so some of this stuff is just available this week if you're hearing our voice. So please, uh, you know, go get these things now if you're at Disney. Uh, great time to to try some of these things. Um, I see another cheesecake. They also have, oh, they have a Mickey-shaped. Oh, look, Mickey-shaped. Well, that's their beignets. Mm-hmm. Mickey-shaped. Okay, that's not a new thing. So uh, Mickey-shaped uh, shamrock uh, beignet, which is uh, Mickey-shaped beignet, chocolate mint ganache, milkshake pipette. And shamrock decor. So you actually like squeeze Inject. the milkshake into it. Yeah. yeah. They usually do that with like, uh, they have alcoholic ones that you can do that with, but this is just milkshake. So, well, and you would want to do this because otherwise the uh, beignet would become mushy if you, if yeah. they pre did it. So, yeah, you know, they, they want to make sure that you get the flavor without just having a pile of 
mush in the bottom of the container. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh man, what is what is this one? I think I skipped over this. What is this? Uh, Lucky Leprechaun? Is that the one? Whiskey, coffee, custard, whiskey, soaked cake, and pistachio mousse topped with dark chocolate shamrock. Is that the one that looks like a leaning tower? <laughs> is that? I thought that was the mint chocolate cheesecake. Oh, maybe. I don't Did know. Did you see Lucky Leprechaun? I'm looking uh, at there's it's it's a, a right above Contemporary Resort. Oh yeah, okay. Yeah, I think that's what that is. Yeah. All right, what else we got here? You seeing anything else right. good? Um hmm. What is this off green? It looks like mushrooms. <laughs> it is uh, car- uh caramel, caramel hazelnut. hazelnut profiteroles. Yeah. A word I actually knew how to say, but <laughs> caramel hazelnut uh, custard filled chocolate prof- profiteroles with uh with chocolate ganache. That I mean that sounds good. They don't so, look particularly appetizing, but I mean, yeah. sounds amazing. <laughs> so, so that's the funny thing. You know, we just finished talking about you know green dye. Just you know is not great, but this is what happens when you don't use green dye, <laughs> or it's a little more natural. Is that it yeah. comes out almost looking like I, I've seen mushrooms that look this color, and I don't you know I don't know if they're actually edible mushrooms by the way that's at riviera at the at yeah. the cafe there only available on saint patrick's day yeah um so darn if you missed it yep yep so mickey's pot of gold stout chocolate cake filled with irish cream this is my holiday man this i literally <laughs> i would eat every single thing on this page um <laughs> like the, the oh, question man. is is how how drunk are you getting eating all these I'm sure you they know, burn the alcohol off of the beer Irish cream, cream filled. Yeah, <laughs> they they get rid of that. Um, yeah. you know, that's that's yeah. <laughs> Roaring Fork always has good stuff too. So they have yeah. uh the a vanilla bean mousse, Irish stout cake and salted caramel ganache. I'm assuming that's I don't know if that's pictured it's here. The one, it's the one that says lucky on it. Is I that think. is it that one? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, okay. That it's, makes- it's the nugget. It's 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 a gold nugget. Oh right? yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. Yeah. They yeah. uh, Fork always has really cool like cupcakes and stuff like that, you know, and, yeah. and different different things. So I love Roaring Fork. It's one of my one of my favorite quick serves in the re- rest of the resorts. What were you just gonna say, Trevor? You, you had one? No, I, I was just saying, you know, ha, theming, right? Yeah, you know, theming. Yes, <laughs> uh, sunshine season. <laughs> sunshine seasons. We were getting to the, that point now where we're starting to lose it. Um, mm-hmm. Okay, so we should wrap it up soon. But um, Sunshine Seasons has this uh, St. Patrick's Day Irish coffee tart, which I don't like coffee, but I think I'd still like this. Chocolate coffee tart uh, with mint mousse, Irish coffee. I don't know how to say that. And shamrock garnish. It looks delicious. <laughs> yeah. It, and, you know, it's whenever you get dark chocolate in there, especially, right? Like, you, you, I, I know you're saying, like, the coffee can be overpowering, but I feel like you know, with the mint and everything, that's, that's going to be good. Like yeah. y- you don't need a lot of it either. That's, that's the thing. Yeah. Like, yeah, I agree. I, I would not eat like a big slab of this, but this looks like a good tart. <laughs> yeah. And now, now we're getting though down to, uh, so Amarats of course has an amazing petite cake. This, like they always do. Yeah. This petite cake. Oh my goodness. It looks yeah. so good. Decorations on it is like, whiskey soaked spice chiffon cake with layers of Irish cream mousse, caramel banana mousse, and candied walnuts. But it just it looks amazing as a pot of gold with a rainbow. It's just awesome your, looking. Your teeth will be rainbow after you bite into it. <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> Down to some savory though. City Works Irish loaded yep. fries, house made corned beef, hard smoked bacon, Guinness braised onions, IPA cheese sauce, green onions, and waffle fries. 
I mean, that just has my name written all over. Yeah, it. <laughs> and you see, they're not they're not selling it as poutine. They are not they're, selling it as poutine. I, I, and I know there's no gravy or cheese curd, but they're like they're people would try and sell this as poutine, and they're not. So you know, props to them for saying yes. These are loaded fries, and they do look really good. I would be probably getting an order of these along with you. <laughs> Speaking of that, the daily poutine has. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> Irish pork bangers, poutine, Irish cheddar, onion marmalade, stout gravy, and French fries. Which I don't think it's pictured anywhere here. No, because um, because yeah, yeah the, this Dublin burger. Though, oh my goodness, that thing That's is a, a tower. How do you even eat that? How do you, like it's it's huge. It's two patties: Irish cheddar, corned beef, fries. I mean, a fries, a fried onions, barbecue sauce, lettuce, and tomato. But it's it looks like it's way larger i don't know how people eat burgers that large i just don't i don't get it if you want to be chaotic you eat it like corn on the cob <laughs> wow that would be a weird way to eat it okay <laughs> just turn it sideways and yeah. you know bite in you're, right. you're good <laughs> um the ganachery has its usual pinata which you know it's pretty yep. muted it's just a pinata with a little little leprechaun hat on the top so mm-hmm. if you want to s- smash some chocolate go right ahead um (laughs) oh look at the okay so there's an irish oh wait swirls on the water which is usually your place at disney springs to get yourself some uh some dole whip we'll have a chocolate and mint soft serve uh in a black vanilla cone topped with sprinkles that looks good yep um is this okay this must be at sprinkle so so one thing um right above that picture Mm, um there's an irish coffee cupcake so it's a coffee, coffee cupcake filled with marshmallow topped with Irish whiskey, green vanilla, buttercream, fish with a clover decor. One thing that I like about this is that they're actually showing the, um, the like inside. The, yeah, they've yeah. sliced it so you can like see what's in the cupcake, which that's actually selling me more than a lot of these other pictures. Fair, fair. Yeah. Also need to mention, too, that that cupcake has a disclaimer. It looks like you actually have to show your ID to get this cupcake. Uh, because it contains alcohol, and so yep. they don't burn the alcohol off on this one. So they said this cupcake is only for adults uh, 21 plus because it contains alcohol. So I'm an adult 21 plus. <laughs> <laughs> Are you sure? <laughs> some days, maybe not. Some days, but, yeah, yeah. Some days, yeah. Other other times, not so much. Um, <laughs> let's see what else we got here. Any, anything else? Oh, we got some um, Disneyland stuff. It's a cool looking. Lots. Yeah, everything is. Uh, Oh, they've got the green stuff. Ha! I, I, yeah, at the Red Rose. Uh, yeah. They is, do that a lot at Disneyland and not so much at Disney World where they're yeah, constantly but, changing the gray stuff to other stuff. But it, it is mint flavored. So, so you get some mint flavored mousse with mint chocolate chips. On, and, they get the, yeah. a deal on mint flavoring during this time. Like, they just right. get, I, I, I'm just imagining like a, like one of those, uh, you know, milk trucks, you know, that they are like, you know, just pulling <laughs> just into, mint. Yeah, just pull it into Disney World to just. <laughs> Got the mint shipment here. <laughs> Filling up some barrels of mint. I mean, can you, can you imagine how like how clear your sinuses would be though if you were unloading that kind of mint? Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. got the mint extract uh, back here. <laughs> you didn't inhale once, and you'd be able to breathe clearly for the next three years. Seriously, yeah, yeah. All right. Well, nothing else on here is really jumping out to me. I think we could probably wrap up unless there's any yep. other thing you want to mention here. Yeah, no, I, I think I'm good. All right. Wrap us up, Trevor. All right. Um, so as usual, if you guys want to find us, you can always reach out to us at welcomehomepodcast at gmail.com. 
you know, any, anything you want to send us, uh, you know, share your trip reports, uh, listener questions, all that kind of stuff. We, we love hearing from you guys. Uh, so, so keep that coming. And, um, if you want to follow us on social media, you can find us on Facebook as welcome home podcast. Uh, you can find our YouTube channel, which is also welcome home podcast or our Instagram welcome home picks, um, for YouTube and Instagram. Those are great places whenever we do live streams or, um, or we go to the parks, you'll be able to keep up with what we're doing. Uh, on Facebook, also look for our group, the Welcome Home Disney Waitlist, which is uh, you know a, a great Facebook group to come and talk with other uh, listeners of the show and just generally really good Disney experts. Because um, we're not experts by any means, but uh, we we have a lot of fantastic listeners that uh, you know love to share their own story, share advice. You know, people ask for help on their trips all the time for planning and stuff like that. So, you know, it's, it's a good place to, to come in and uh, talk with other Disney fans. If you would like to help support the show, go to store.welcomehomepodcast.com and have a look at our merchandise. Uh, we got things, you know, from t-shirts to uh, mugs and fanny packs and um, uh, you know, a good selection of stuff there. And all of it goes back towards helping us just continue to, uh, produce the show and, uh, you know, do stuff like, uh, shirt designs and whatnot. And, uh, if you would rather support us on Patreon, you can go to patreon.com slash welcome home pod and check out our different levels of support there, which have exclusive, um, rewards that you can't get on the, the store. And, uh, um, Patreon supporters also get access to the discord server, which is yet another platform where we like talking with our listeners and we have lots of Lots of great conversations there as well that, uh, um, you know, we'll come back into our episodes and, you know, just, um, again, more, more Disney experts for, um, if that, if that's what you're looking for, I guess, you know, if, if you want more, if you want more Disney experts in our life, come hang out with our group. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just, just don't expect it from us. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. We don't don't expect best. it from us. Yeah. Yeah. We try our best, but we're, yeah. we're never right all the time. So, yeah. And, and last but not least, if you are listening on iTunes or Spotify, um, we would appreciate if you leave us a five-star review because it does help more people find the show. And uh, if uh, if you're on iTunes and you want to leave us a written review, we would appreciate that. We love hearing feedback. And, you know, sometimes people <laughs> write some really interesting stuff in there, too. So um, is, is there any new ones this week, Tom? I don't know if I saw Fortunately, any. Fortunately, we do not have any new ones at the moment now. Okay. But, yeah, that's okay. <laughs> yeah. all good yeah Please i mean we, you yeah you know they, they don't come in every week so no yeah uh but also don't forget to subscribe to welcome home podcast so you can be reminded every time you release a new episode you can find us on google Podcasts, amazon podcast amazon podcast what am i talking about today i swear Ooh, new platform <laughs> <laughs> well i mean they have amazon music has podcasts right so oh gosh um let's try that again yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you can find our podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, TuneIn, Stitcher, Spotify, just about any podcast app out there. You can find our show. Just search for Welcome Home. Look for the Disney one, of course. Uh, just a reminder to our listeners, Welcome Home Podcast is for entertainment, entertainment only. We are not employed by the Walt Disney Company. As such, all opinions we express on the show are our own. So please consult a DVC cast member or a Disney cast member for more information about anything we talked about today. Huge thank you to, uh, well, first of all, to Danny for coming on the show today to announce uh, that really cool program that DVC Resale Market's doing, but also to uh, Monero Financial for sponsoring the episode. And of course, World of DVC for all of their their support of the show. Uh, join us next time for more Disney Parks discussion. Of course, more DVC talk. We hope to see you all real soon. This is Sk-
Skipper Albert A. Wall, the voice of the jungle, signing off from Welcome Home Podcast on the DVC. When we hit a chair, how she can cuddle is no man's affair. I looked around from pole to pole, found her in a sugar bowl.